Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. A new Hall of Fame induction. The Hounds reunite and protect your arms at the end. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What up, everybody? We are all here. There's not five of us. There's four of us. We almost have a full squad. But don't you worry, Evan T. Mac, Coco Cena is in strong spirit with us. What's up, guys? This is the After Buzz Monday Night Raw After Show. Johnny LaQuasta here with you. And the team is back once again. The lovely lady to my left. See her every single day on VH1 and formerly of TMZ, Toronto's own TK Trinidad. What's up, folks? Not much. We're doing it. <laughs> and the Blue Brothers on the opposite side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> virtual identical shades of blue. Uh, the first one. Smackdown brand. That's right. Uh, one of the hosts of the uh, Something to Wrestle With After Show, as well as his website, Real Talkers. Real Talker, but close enough. Realtalker.com, Jim <laughs> Alexander. Mexico, hey, hey. Mexico. What up, Jimbo? What's going on? And to his right, also on the Something to Wrestle With After Show, funny comedian, Flobo Boys. Thank you so much for having me, John A. Hey, I didn't have you. We're all having you. We're all having us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, uh, I'm not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, TK just has to just get it. Shout out to Uptown. Yeah. Just say. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Uptown. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, follow uh, Evan T. Mack at Evan T. Mack. We love him. We miss him. Yep. And uh, just tell him that you miss him too. If you're watching this on social media or you're listening, just hit him up. Say, hey, Coco Cena, we miss you. Yeah. Because we look forward to having him back. So, man, uh, this episode was full, not even with a lot of uh, matches, but just start to finish, it really uh, it flowed. And for a three-hour show, not a difficult thing to do. Would you guys agree that the, it was a pretty smooth show and had a lot of stuff happening? Straight up agree. I mean, even though it's technically the go-home show for Fastlane, a lot of things have been laid down for WrestleMania. I'm kind of excited. As you should be. Um Things flew, but not in the right direction. Ooh. For you, they didn't. Oh God! Well, let me go to TK first because yeah, I think we're we'll opening Pandora's yeah, yeah, box. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, it was it was a good show. Like it did flow, but it's just, like I felt like there weren't enough matches. Like it felt more. Obviously, we know there's storylines. That's what makes you know part of wrestling. But it just felt more soap opera. Well, yeah, versus, uh, that's what WrestleMania. Yeah. Right, but it just like I still wanted to see some matches. Like right. I, this would have been the point in time where you threw in where you throw in some matches that don't make sense, even though I do complain about it. But if it's going to be that. I still want to see like wrestling. Okay, so we mm. definitely the room is divided. In other words, uh, <laughs> well, as well as in the show, instead of going from start to finish, we like to go uh, top stories and then kind of flow into other uh, topics as well. So, without a doubt, Raw ends. Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. So now Ronda has the title again. Which she was uh, just given the title back. Weird. Which was a little strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now this Sunday, we have Becky and Charlotte at Fastlane. <laughs> if Becky wins, she's added to the triple... Well, it will be a triple threat at WrestleMania. If she loses, it's going to be Ronda, Charlotte, one-on-one at WrestleMania. So, yeah, a lot happened in this. And then we're, we're going to get to how Ronda a damn near broke Becky in half. And wow, was it uncomfortable. Fuck like, off. All right, so... TK, I'm going to go to you first because you did say it was weird. So, yeah. Uh, title well, gets stripped and then uh, Ronda gets in her face and she goes, okay. Well, it doesn't strip. She left her title in the ring. True. Which she is did. just one of those things where if you leave it in the ring, therefore, like, you're you're done with it. One would think, yes. Don't come back a week later like, hey, I, did, I was giving you a week to think about it, which is kind of, that was just weird. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. yeah no. So, um, that, was, that was one thing and we all knew that the the, it was leading up to Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. Yeah. So that was happening. So I was just kind of like, yeah. I would have almost wanted Ronda to like take a week off and have her come next week to almost get build that suspense. It's like it's like one of those things where you like give a toy away and like there's just no that's a, that was a totally bad analogy. I, Forget that. No, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's just like okay. Yeah. I almost wanted Seth to say no tech backsies. That would have been fun. 
Well, yeah. I would have almost wanted Steph to kind of build into the storyline. Like, okay, well, you left your, your belt in the ring, therefore you have to fight for your belt again. Right. And then that would have been a way to bring either other people into the storyline or just have it, because now it's just like, we know this is, we know Becky's going to win yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So now it's just going to be like, okay, well, it's expected and we still have, what, five weeks left. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah, the end result seems like it's it's predetermined the way we can understand, but the road to it's kind of weird. I do agree with you now that you mentioned it, having Ronda being like, oh, forget it, Steph, and then somehow was in Philadelphia but hung out for two and a half hours by her bar and then heard the promo happening yeah. and said, let me run in there In now. her workout tights. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what, Boza was- in chat, and by the way, Evan Mack, Coco Cena is in chat. Oh, yeah, there give go. it up. Boza brought up a great point, something I already forgot about. What was the point of Becky winning the Rumble? Wow! That is a very poignant yeah. comment right there. Well, right. that leads to me saying the truth. I'm not telling any of you out there oh in here anything you already don't know deep down inside. This is the reason why this shouldn't be the main event. It, I'm not, I will preface this by saying I do not blame the performers. They have earned their right to have a main, main match, even at WrestleMania. The writing and this angle is complete garbage at this point. Every week you see complete disaster happening. One week, Becky's injured. Then she's coming out, uh, you know, she's wrestling. Tonight she comes out in a, you know, with uh, holding a crutch, and yet she's expected to wrestle at Fastlane. Like, just when you look at it at face value, mm-hmm. common sense, none of this makes common sense. Then what's the main event? If not them. Triple H, if they gave this angle a couple more weeks earlier... That one week of that angle is already better than the last couple months of what they've been putting together. Okay, with, but, but you're going to main event WrestleMania with a guy who now wrestles once a year versus a guy who hasn't wrestled in four years? Well, they could have changed the stakes, maybe put okay. a title on it. it. It's too late for that. We knew that they were building for this main event. I think the pressure to make this a main event, to use Ronda in that capacity, to have the women's first, has completely gotten them off the rails, and they've messed this up and fumbled this so bad. So you're saying they almost have tried too hard with it. Yes, they have have screwed it up. It's so... You have Stephanie trying to do it and the show at the backstage segment. None of this is making sense. Ronda is being forced to be a heel... Due to the fans, in a lot of ways, due to the cheers. She was great tonight. She was good. She cut a good promo, but but now I'm almost thinking we would want to cheer her because this is the kind of uh, honesty you're getting from Ronda. Mm-hmm. In a sense, now she's not becoming that quote unquote the old Roman Reigns where she's forced upon. You're supposed to mm-hmm. like her because she's you know the big name. Everything's given to her. Now is the, we get to Ronda where you kind of are like, yeah, this is the kind of Ronda I want. The one that's just gonna take no names and just beat everyone down and, you know, say the truth and kind of cut the fourth wall. It's just messed up in every sense. And Becky is reinstated, yet she's already at Raw, like, half an hour later. It just doesn't make sense in any way. I see a lot of your points there. The one thing that, you know, as far as showing up in the crutch... As a physical therapist, I have strong uh, opinions on on how to sell healthcare issues. (laughs) Now, the, the, the hold harmless agreement... That's the only thing that kind of saves it. Like, hey, you're on a crutch, so if you get hurt worse, we're not liable for it. So that kind of saves it a little bit. Why would you put her in a match if she can't wrestle? If she's on a crutch, that's, she would have no chance of winning. That's my point. That's why tonight Becky should have come out without a crutch, maybe a little bit of a limp, and that way when Ronda beats her up, okay, she limps you know, even worse, even though she went after the left arm. So I do see your point there. I think the crutch was... Um, Boy, she was really favoring that life. Yeah, the storylines yeah. are like kind of off. But here's the question. So, Jim, you've been just saying this, that match in itself is not a main event match. If the storyline was a little bit cleaner, do you see it being a main event match? Or you just see, don't see it being a main event match uh, at depends. all? It depends. Like, I, I've always said that if they had other matches and angles and stars around, that they probably could have overtaken it. But for what we have right now on the roster and no one really had anything built up. And, like, we saw one week of Triple H, Batista's probably better than any other storyline that's been going on for all the other matches. Well, keep, to keep in mind, though, they've had a, what, a 15-year story in a way. True. So. I mean, so there's a lot of building history to that. Yeah. But the fact that they're fumbling this so bad, I do think it's forced. A lot of it, they're trying so hard with it that it's just becoming clustered and messy in every sense. So, I mean, they could have... If it was a... Like I said, I don't blame the performers. I think... They did enough and a lot to earn that title and right. shot and, and a big spotlight. But the writing behind it is just completely tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you. I, four weeks ago, you, you asked me, Johnny, do you think this would be the main event of WrestleMania? And I looked you right in the eyes and I was like, absolutely. Yeah, now, I'm not so sure only because of the extra things are adding with the, mm-hmm. the injury and, and having 
Ronda drop, but not vacate. But is that considered a vacation? Vacation. Is that considered yeah. a vacated title? Yeah, the title 30? went to Punta Cana for a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that considered yeah. a, a vacated title, even though it was 30 minutes? Or is right. that considered an undo? Like, all that stuff came afterwards, and it kind of right. makes it less of a... And while we were seeing Becky versus Charlotte, save them for Mania. Save them getting their hands on each other for Mania. Why are we getting this on Sunday? Uh, yeah. that, that almost mm. gives it away. You can, uh, yeah, sure, Ronda's an equation, but you're getting the two kind of main... Cogs in the wheel here's, that we're going against here, each other. Here's my thought process there, and I'm with you. I don't want to see uh, Becky and Charlotte have a match this Sunday. Mm-hmm. It cheapens it. I really, really hope that the match is about to begin and Ronda just comes down and, and just causes a complete and, uh, and, and right. Just complete chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you 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 don't put this match as the main event, uh, and and it just within five minutes it's over, and then that way th- this whole thing can be corrected if they just don't get in their own way. And I'm not talking about the women; I'm talking about the people behind it. Right, right. the women right. are doing what they're yeah. told. They're right. you know like in the, the storyline wise, they're playing it out as best as they could. You know, yeah. Ronda's turning heel; she's doing the best she can. Killed it tonight. Yeah, so yeah, she did. but it's the writing and the creative around it. And I think Stephanie's involvement; she needs to stay away uh, from them. Let them. Have it out together because when Stephanie's involved, it just gets messier and confusing. Now we're the focus on Stephanie next week. Oh, what is she gonna do yeah. with Rhonda? It's too much about Stephanie, too. Yeah, it seems like at the end of the day, we all knew that Rhonda was gonna be at WrestleMania and she was gonna be main eventing. Like, that was that was clear as day, like right, when she sure. first started. That was the game plan. So it seemed like they needed to work backwards because. You know, that's putting, how you do. That's how you should, though, right? Because yeah. putting them together now, we have five weeks, they have the fast lane, which I agree. Um, Becky and Charlotte shouldn't be at Fastlane um, because it's built off a storyline because you know they're friends and you know they're no longer friends and now you have Becky and Ronda going so it's building up nicely where you could have just dropped little tidbits so if, if Becky is really injured or she has a slight injury you know she could have made appearances she could have did the video appearance she could have did something else with Ronda vacating the title you could have had other bring other women who are in the locker room yeah. trying to vie for the title so now you at least had three weeks out of these women already knowing that it's going to be these three women they're coming coming to it so you could give Rhonda a week off right. you could have the women in the locker room which you hardly use this right. today at all right. competing for the belt which everybody knows that's not going to happen but at least we get some matches yeah. right. so exactly. it's just kind of one of those things where it's like okay now you have the three going and now we have five weeks Becky's allegedly injured Becky's going to beat Charlotte some way, shape, or form to get into that match, and then we have four weeks. Right. It's, it's musical chairs with a result we already know. Like, I'm more convinced every week there's less mystery behind us that Becky's going to come out the champion at WrestleMania. There's, every week they're giving me more reasons to believe why this is such a clear-cut... Well, like, wait, did you think Ronda wasn't going to drop the belt? She could have. I, I actually mm. thought they could have swerved. How many times that Lesnar was supposed to win at, it sure. was at WrestleMania he hasn't? I thought they could have actually swerved in a lot of ways, maybe. Or the Raw after. Yeah, Raw after he could have brought Shayna Baszler. He could have done a lot of different right. things. But now I'm convinced Becky wins, and there's no other possibilities besides right, that. That's I mean, and plus, Fastlane, ugh, I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> It's bad. I don't want to sound like a broken record. Fastlane is not a necessary pay-per-view. Not no. anymore. No. People are already getting... It never was. People well, are already... The brand was split. It was SmackDown's well, like last stop. But now enough. it isn't. Yeah. But people are always excited for WrestleMania to begin with. And if you look at the card, it's fine. You don't need Charlotte versus Becky. That's why I really hope there isn't a finish like you said. Mm-hmm. I just hope chaos breaks out and they say, you know what? It's the three of you. And then let's do a slow... The build's there. Let's do a slow build leading up to WrestleMania. Because you look at the card here. you got the Usos versus Miz and Shane. That's going to be a lot of fun. Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens. Who knows how that's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Boston Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina. Tag match uh, for the titles. And then, of course, The Shield now versus Corbin McIntyre Lashley. That could main event the damn show. It should have. That's, so, that's the last time, right? That's what we've been hearing. So <laughs> why wouldn't that be the biggest focus of it? Without a doubt, though, I still say the triple threat, without question, is the main event. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of slow it down. Yeah. Right. We don't need craziness every single mm-hmm. week. Because you have Ronda at the live event, so you know she's getting her reps in. Like You just didn't mm-hmm. need... Like It would have been more... If Ronda didn't show up today... Then you would still question because you know she's gonna be at WrestleMania. So you're like, then you'd be like, okay, wait. So how how are they gonna make this work? Or what's Ronda gonna do? Or what's Stephanie gonna do? Or how is Ronda gonna appear? Like when now you're anticipating something going down, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, mm, yeah, okay, she's back a week later. Like, and with that said, you know, Ronda, you saw how comfortable she was on it. When people are allowed to be who they want to be, and I'll, once again, I'll compare her to Daniel Bryan on the mic when he was with uh, with Nexus. 
couldn't string two sentences together. All of a sudden, he became a heel with AJ Lee. Guess what? Found himself. Now that he's the planet's champion, guess what? Found himself even <laughs> oh, yeah. more. Because right. that's truly him. Yeah. And this is Rhonda, man. She knows she can beat up just about any woman on the planet. It was great work. I, I was a fan. Yeah. And her delivery doesn't bother me. You know, whether she talks fast or the way she says things, it's fine. As long as she projects what she needs to project, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, she could just essentially d- um, amp up the per- person she was when at UFC. She, she, although a lot of the how the positioning was, which we'll not get into, but she, she positioned. They positioned her as the person who could beat up anybody, including Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather which she, you know, said she could do that too. God, I would so, love to see her. Beat it's up just one of those things. Like if you're coming off like that, even though you know her, but if you see her without all that stuff, she's a really sweet person. But it's like I could beat your ass, and right. I'm going to show it to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, yeah. it makes sense. But then it's like you have to, you know, build on that. And sidebar: I would just like to see anyone beat up Floyd Mayweather. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever does. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anywhere. I don't care. <laughs> Roll up to the, the TMT uh, Enterprise well, He mansion. might be coming up right. against uh, Canelo. Well, let's oh, hope, okay. hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So, yeah. All show. Uh, you know, Roman Reigns kicked it off. Once again, strong reaction. Love seeing it. Proud of you, Philadelphia. My town. Showing him support. Seth Rollins hits the ring. And... Basically, Roman talks him into, hey, let's have a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. We'll have to get Ambrose on board. And uh, he was just, you know, being weird old Dean throughout (laughs) the entire episode. And then it leads to a kerfuffle with uh, McIntyre, Lashley, and Corbin. I know you hate the word of the use, kerfuffle, but it's, it's a fun word for me. Uh, TK. How do you? Why do you figure I hate? The I word? see the looks you give me when I say words like that. Dan I was Brooke. literally just looking at the comments. It's well, okay, whatever uh, happened to you today, don't put it on me. I'm not putting it on you. you I just thought like you, you were are. judging the way. This is like kerfuffle right here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a definition right now. Yeah. Today was a good day. <laughs> was he got laid? No, oh, that, okay. it was just a good day. Not a. I would have said great day if that was the case. Oh, Outstanding sorry. day. Perfect day. I just said good day. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> so Ambrose leaves, goes through the crowd. He comes back. Boom. Shield reunion. So oh, that part is so cheesy, though. It, 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 so cheesy. It happened quick. It did happen quick. I, I like the reunion, but the, the, the actual shot of, of Dean pacing behind the other two was kind of weird. Being like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't well, know what to do. Deciding. I'm so conflicted. Yeah. But it just feels weird that like three grown men. Like I, 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 I like the power behind what they, but it's just kind of like. The best it was, part of mm. all this was them actually saying on air that Dean's leaving, you know? Well, well they didn't I, per se. They, they did say that he asked for his release. Like, they actually mentioned that. Who right. said when? On the commentary. Oh, what? I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, they it, totally, it, yeah, it Michael Cole over, said it. Yeah, it was all over. That um, struck me. When, when he was Twitter. like, the reason we're saying that this is the last time they're facing because Dean asked for his release. And I was like, whoa. See, that tells that, me... That's a work. I'm thinking now it's a work. He's coming back. He probably resigned. I'm once Cole said that, mm. I was hundred percent convinced he's coming back. I, and because c- then um, didn't um, didn't they say follow up something about Corey Graves said that oh um, that he's going to greener pastures and yeah, yeah. and then it's like oh what's a greener pasture in the WWE right, you know right, that right. whole thing they they went off on a little tangent there yeah. with Renee and I was convinced that Dean's resigning or coming back. It's true when they say the Shield is one of the more dominant uh, stables in the recent mm-hmm. memory. The problem is, is like they're com- combining like Voltron to take on Baron Corbin and his two buddies. Like, is that really a threat that's worthy of the Shield? I was so upset. I was like, okay, I guess we're having yeah, this. Yeah, was the one like the 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 go round just like one match, or is it like a go round like we're gonna try to dominate again? Like, yeah. what did what would like. Because there's two different things. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. I want them to, if they, if this is the case, it's like this is one go wrong, we're all healthy, we're all together, let's pretty much take over, you know, beat the locker room right. versus just mm-hmm. one match. So I hope it's... Oh, it's one match. The, the way they were talking about it, they just constantly kept on referring to the final time. This is the last time we're seeing the shoe. They made a mention over and over and over until the point where Cole had to clarify that, oh, Dean has asked for his release, that sort of thing. That doesn't mean he's mm. getting released. Well, maybe not staying. now. I, I'm thinking yeah. the way if they made it like public, on air, I think he's staying. Well, it clearly can't happen at WrestleMania because you already have Seth fighting Brock. True. And Roman's... I guess he's gonna have to get something at WrestleMania. He's ready, apparently. I yeah, mean, but we don't. This is this is a great thing um, because sometimes with these things, like when Roman left, it kind of caused chaos, mm-hmm. and now he's back. And I'm sure they didn't anticipate him coming back 
at this point or they didn't know when he was coming back. Now you can do different things. So it's possible that some of the the Roman Reigns is a superstar in your book, right? Yay, nay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just just <laughs> checking. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Major I didn't, star. Just just checking. So now they have a major star that they could possibly do some other other things with. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's good. You're five weeks out. You can still build something. I mean, they just threw Triple H and Batista. Oh, no doubt. Week. I mean, with it's going to be so interesting because you know what a what a difference a year makes, and obviously there was. Um, Incredible life circumstances revolving Roman Reigns right. uh, this past year, but let's not forget the main event of WrestleMania 34, Brock and Roman. I mean, the fans could not have been more obnoxious, throwing beach balls, whatever, and just Roman's bloody. Brock ends up winning. Now this WrestleMania, man, people are going to be really stoked. Oh, yeah. Zeno Hour has a good one. Dean is leaving. Oh, y'all talking too fast. Uh, uh, Dean is leaving. Dean is leaving as a work. He'll turn on Roman Reigns at the end of Fastlane. Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. Okay, mm, that could work. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because Roman's asking for him to come back, and he's the one putting it together. And yeah, one Dean, final time, Dean's not leaving after this tonight. I think they they sign. You're going to hear something soon. The dirt she's talking about him resigning, and that. That's a match, and I could be wrong. Feel free to tell me if I am. I don't think that's a match we've seen. We've seen Dean and Rollins. We saw the Amazing Lumberjack match years mm-hmm. ago. I don't recall ever seeing Roman and Dean. I don't. I can't think of anything myself. Yeah, not like a feud, like a legitimate right, feud, a feud or storyline. I would absolutely. That's another match. If that does happen, that's another match you can add to this card and say, "Yeah, I'm invested in yeah. this." Yeah. Like that say sells we, itself. Say what you will about the way the women's match is shaping up, and I, I do agree with a lot of your points. This card is really. Exciting. The so talent's far. there for sure. Well, yeah. so because you're getting a lot of new matchups. I think when we're talking about the Roman versus Brock, that was a repeat of a WrestleMania mm-hmm. repeat from like the two years prior. Right. So now we're getting fresh matchups. I mean, in Triple H and Batista have been away long enough where it feels fresh, and just seeing Batista back feels fresh. But all these other matches, even on SmackDown, where you're gonna have like Orton and AJ, that's a cool matchup. Mm-hmm. These are two top tier guys going you against think each Mania? other. Yeah. Hmm. Where they're the only ones worthy of going against each other at this point. They're two biggest stars on SmackDown that don't have a title match. Unless okay. we don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Bryan. If they give it to Kofi, I'm just giving up on SmackDown forever. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the guy's throwing pancakes for two, three years, and he gets a world title match at okay. Mania. We're not talking about his pancake phase. Well, that's that's who it's he 11 is. Plus years. But of- doesn't matter. They ruined Kofi's. Like, legit, he he was a great wrestler all along. He's always been good. He's always been doing great things at the Who Rumble. Kofi? The fact that he's with New Day? Yes. That it, ruined I, him. I, I, he's I'm a pinky will- throw in my mind forever I'm now. willing to say that if it wasn't for New Day, Kofi would have left or yes. they would have let him go. Or, he, like, he wouldn't be, like, he would have been one Agreed. of those. He would have been forgotten. Yeah, he would have been like, oh, that black dude in the locker room. Like, he wouldn't <laughs> have. But yeah. also, you can't sell me on the guy that's been throwing pancakes suddenly becomes a world champion, world champion worthy of it overnight. Remember, this is not this is Mustafa's spot, first of all. Okay. So for them to force in Kofi Kingston, yeah, but the, the guy that's been behind him, though. Yeah. Dude, people will be on anyone if you if you just like wow. any underdog. Wait, any underdog. Jim, wow. Jim, Jim. Jim. Oh any underdog to oh, start yeah, rooting yeah, for. In the, snarky, the band. in the snarky era that we are in in 2019, when it's so difficult for fans to get behind anything, when they're all about Kofi, justifiably so, you're saying Not all of them. His fan base. He always had the New Day fan base. The sure. kids and kind of the Cena fan base. In the, in the, in the but the Kofi no, mania there's, there's, hashtag. Yeah, Everything. but when he came mm-hmm. in, if you looked at the crowd, the crowd was behind Kofi. Right. Like, it wasn't just the kids. It was I think, the crowd. I think they were behind him because he, he does great high spots, and he They were he behind wrestles, him because I mean, he's, he's been a hell, there hell for, of a worker. Yeah, he is a good worker. He's, but, been, he's been there for a number of years. He's proved himself over and over again. If you take out the whole pancake, that he can wrestle, and he, they a had a great match. It's a make-believe world, and you can't make me believe that he's worthy oh. of a world title after he's been with New Day. Okay. I mean, he's been one of their... I, I guess they're top guy in New Day, but they're, only they're interchangeable. I mean, right? They're, they're interchangeable in every way, in matches and stuff. So suddenly he becomes the greatest okay. one of them all, and now world but, champion material. But mark no, my words, though, after the whole Kevin Owens thing, we have not seen the New Day since the Kevin Owens thing this sure. past week. Sure, sure. I do believe, and this is because I have my utmost faith in all three members of the New Day. They are chameleons. They mm-hmm. are so... They're the smartest people in any room they walk into. They know wrestling. They know entertainment. They know what no they doubt. have to do. I do believe, and I might be wrong here, that we're going to get 
a more concentrated New Day over this next month. By that I mean, if you remember all the way back to when the New Day began, then they got taken off TV right away. Right. When they said, we have to take the power back. I think that's the kind of new day we're going to get. I think the pancakes are going to go off to the wayside and the bootios and everything. Too quick. I too think quick. Gonna, no, not the bootios, I don't care if it's too quick. <laughs> Can you, you take the title rush. match away from Kevin Owens? That's enough to make you pissed off real quick. Sure, so sure. the three of them get focused. Kevin Owens is way more legitimate in a world title match at Mania versus Brian than Kofi Kingston. Kevin Owens is world we'll champion. Disagree to disagree. Kevin Owens is making his return after a long await of time. If anyone were to get it, if they, they want a fresh feud, do that. But fair enough. But on the raw side, though, there's still enough talent, though, to build a card on the raw side. Uh, and there's still enough time to build up a lot of matchups, right? You were saying earlier about Roman and Dean. I think that would be something I would see, mm-hmm. even though that Seth Rollins is in the main event. I'm not sure what the Kofi equivalent on Raw would be. Yeah, but, I, uh, I didn't see a SmackDown as a kind of different, but even the, the women's tag team, like, how are they going to do get that prepared because it's both it's both brands right they're right. not yeah, all three brands I think right. Right. Oh, it's all three brands yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's like how are they gonna like I wanna see how that's I mean Sasha to well whoever wins a Sunday they can show up essentially on any show they want so you can pick and choose what story do we wanna go with right I, I think it's gonna be like a classic team Trish and Lita maybe or it could even be like a gauntlet yeah. or like maybe a four team oh, yeah. maybe a team from each brand you get a team from NXT Smackdown Raw boom here's, here's a point if they haven't made a, already an angle or feud for a lot of these different wrestlers, that means they don't care. It, it's not. It's irrelevant to the to the to management. Because if they were like, I guess in a sense, if they were important enough, they would have had a legitimate angle already established. Whether it was the singles, the mid cutters we're talking about or not, if they're letting him to slide past Fastlane and then start building feuds, you know that's not important then. They're just focusing on, on the women's main event, and we're seeing how they're fumbling that. Batista, Roman's return, Rollins and Brock, everything else doesn't really matter. Well, while you mentioned Batista, so tonight he uh, broadcasted via Instagram, but Triple H, man, just when you forget what he can be on the microphone, mm-hmm. you know, when he's not playing the boss, woo! Yeah. This was one of the best I, I, in, in years, in my opinion, what Triple H did on the microphone. Though. What exactly I mean, about did you like the most? Dude, it was so real. Like mm-hmm. he, the emotion there, talking about not Ric Flair, Richard Flair, mm-hmm. and and just about you know the fact that let's be honest, Ric Flair was very close to no longer being with us. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, kind of a bit of a miracle he is still here, and for him to get emotional about that, that was real. And then for him to say, "Hey, Batista, you're going to be facing off against the man," and I'm saying me as a man, not about Triple H, not about anything else. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it, it got personal real quick, and man, I'm digging it. Two questions. Are you sold for the, for the match? Why not? Uh, yeah. For sure. Second question. Yeah. If this becomes Triple H's last match, for example, will that be considered it's a... It's not going to be his last I match. I know. I am hypothetical, PK. <laughs> hypothetical. This dude's in the gym every, like... Yeah, I know. He's going to be wrestling at least 145. But if it was on some alternate universe, if this is his last match, do you think it's a perfect send-off? Having someone in Evolution be his, apart- his opponent? Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all. That's all, mm, man. I wasn't going to be no. like... Okay. No, it would have to be a top generational guy like Cena or Rock okay. to have that send off. For him to have an actual, I mean, thing, ideally it would be someone who is. It can be Rick, right? Obviously, like someone at that level. He mm-hmm. would need to go against a generational legend, mm-hmm. and so we're talking about you know Austin wouldn't do it, but it would be either Rock or we don't have many choices here right, right. left, um, or or that's or John Cena, one of those two, or Undertaker can't cut it anymore, so. Those are probably the choices, but and it's not going to happen for a while. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, still yeah, have, yeah. given the fact that this man's like yeah, in the gym. Or you want it to be something like what happened five years ago with Daniel Bryan? He defeated Triple H in the first match and then went on to the main event, and mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. WrestleMania happened. Um, but yeah, wow, that was so good. Yeah, I like the ups and downs. Even when he was bringing up the weddings, he's like, "I made it to almost all." Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, like I love the that's and I did like I did like it as well because it's one of those things where it was. The great thing about wrestling, when it's done right, when you're questioning if it's real or not, you're like, wait a minute, so was this discussed, or did Triple H say, no, I got it, mm-hmm. and, like, had his personal stuff in it as well. Like, that's the great thing, like, when you get it right. Sure. Well, that's so, like what Ronda and Becky gave us tonight. When Ronda was destroying Becky Lynch, we forgot to mention that. I mean, oh, yeah. Because back and forth on social media this week, Rhonda's using cuss words. Like, it's getting real personal. And then the way Rhonda was, she was 
beating her up. Yeah, three it, different arm bars, but just the the jabs and the uppercuts, like dude, there that was something else, man. Yeah, we're definitely in the post Russo aggression era, right? It's all about the reality and making it look real. I was watching or scrolling the tweets this week. I was like, huh, this seems a little bit out of bounds, but it kept getting worse. Not worse, worse, but more and more intense. And I kind of felt it. I felt every punch, every arm bar that Ronda did, I, I understand why she was doing it. Real frustration was on her face. This mm-hmm. goes to a testament to her character as a performer and as an athlete. Um, back to the Triple H thing as well. I can see why he's frustrated with Batista, why Batista doesn't want to be there. Um, the, the thing that I am hoping in, in Triple H's case and in Batista's case, it doesn't just become... Batista whining, like his last run back in 2010, where it was like, what about me? Spotlight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Triple H is saying. Good, right. He's the best as a heel. He though. is the best as a heel. I just don't want to see that again. I wish that if Batista came back next week for their face-off showdown, that there's another dimple we're missing that will make this just that you much better. another dimple? Another like, as- uh, aspect of oh, their okay. feud that will make it Ripple, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to get a Batista we've never seen before, and that's Hollywood Batista. Right. The guy has okay. become a bona fide... Like the Hollywood Rock. I think that's a similar character, potentially. Okay, yeah. the Rock is kind of cowardly, right? Oh, Hollywood yeah. Rock? yeah, well, yeah. that's fine. Okay. That's fine. You can you can do that. Especially The only thing Triple H missed the mark on, I was waiting and dying for him to say, this, you're fighting Paul of Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yes, like, I was yes. hoping he was yeah, going to say waiting. that. Like, <laughs> actually, that would have sold it completely. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're fighting Paul now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But everything else was just perfection. Yeah, we're not going to get Batista coming out and playing acoustic acoustic guitar like The Rock was, you right. know. Right. But I think we can get he's a bona fide movie star. He's a guy that said uh, I'm out of Guardians of the Galaxy if if you don't uh, bring back James Gunn. Like he's a guy who just he doesn't care necessarily about Hollywood, but he is Hollywood. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is a very interesting way of going about things and uh, I'm glad he didn't show up. Let it let it for sure. Know. Let it build. Mm-hmm. See, they could have did that with Ronda. Yeah. Agreed. Although, you got time to breathe. Ooh. You got time to breathe. Yeah, Ron, you do. Ronda it's already definitely. selling itself. Triple H. Well, that's the, th- that's the thing, it. though. Like, it, with Ronda and Beck, like, even you can include Charlotte in this aspect, too. So you have Ronda coming in from, like, I was in the UFC. I beat people up for real, for a living. Mm-hmm. You have that coming there. Then you have Charlotte Flair saying, I'm second generation. You know, you're coming into something that I've been doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then you have Becky being like, I don't have anything that you've done, but I've, you two have, but I've been working harder than the both of you, and I can prove it based off of, you know, I got arrested, I'm the man, people are behind me, etc., etc. Like, you can build it up that way, yep. but you don't need to throw it them in the ring in your face. Sure. Because we all know what the three of them have. Yeah. So it's just kind of it's just frustrating when you see this this stuff and you're just kind of like what are you going to do for Yeah. For it, 4 weeks. It I like can be salvaged. If the I, I hope the last physicality we see between those three women is this Sunday mm-hmm. before WrestleMania. It can be salvaged. I don't know. I hope so. I have to miss the crutch off of Becky yeah. for good. It's going to have to. I, or she's going to go with the crush WrestleMania. Yeah. They're going to just keep and on parody. With, and then even at that, like yeah. if you see how Triple H and Batista are, are going at the moment, and then if you were to do that with um, Becky, uh, Charlotte, and Ronda, you can build other stories from people that are in the locker room that are not going to be in main eventing, but you have a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on for the eight hours that WrestleMania is going to be on. So you, yeah. can, you have time to build those stories because there's already solidified stories. Sure. So it's just kind of why are you, you know... Forcing it. That's yeah. what it is. Yep. Moving on. Hall of Fame, brand new inductee to join Honky Tonk Man and Degeneration X. We have Tori Wilson, and uh, congratulations to her. There were rumors over the weekend about Brutus Beefcake as well, mm-hmm. but I think that maybe will be announced possibly later this week or maybe next Monday. But yeah, Tori Wilson, she was uh, obviously, um, you know, a lot of uh, stuff she did in WCW mm-hmm. uh, combined with WWE, uh, definitely a long run, and was a part of, uh, you know, a pretty substantial generation as well. Uh, never won a title, but look, wrestling's about moments, not titles, so that doesn't really. Yeah bother me per se um, but yeah a lot of people are I don't know it's, it's kind of 50-50 to some people sure uh, Tori Wilson had a, a decent run definitely in that ruthless aggression era post attitude era she was a mm-hmm. face of Smackdown was a poster woman for the Great American Bash when it was revived and he had a storyline involving Teddy Long and her dad Al Wilson who had a heart attack and died on camera yeah. um, I think the controversy comes from not so much her being in the Hall of Fame it's just that compared to other women who are not in the Hall of Fame her being selected beforehand yeah, so that's what the chat's going on not taking anything away from her I just felt like me personally I thought Molly Holly would, it would have been her year this year mm-hmm. to be 
inducted, but, but it wasn't. But, but here's the thing. Molly Holly, really good wrestler. Yeah. But how else is she really memorable? Besides the thing with, was it Crash Holly? Uh, hurricane. Well, hurricane. Hurricane, hurricane, hurricane too. Yeah. The, the she trains wrestlers. Thing. But yeah. here's the thing. Uh, Tori Wilson Mona? was part of an era that needs... To be acknowledged. You know yeah. what I mean? She was a major part. After Stacey Keebler left, she... Remember, also that whole Playboy thing is a big factor here, too. That was a big deal for them. She had multiple WrestleMania kind of features and, and highlight moments. I, You know what? When I look at it, I'm glad they rewarded her because she was a significant part. She was kind of like, after Trish Stratus... I mean, and I'll give her credit for this. Mm-hmm. She came in not being able to really wrestle at all as a valet, and she turned into an okay, solid wrestler mm-hmm. over the course. So she had some moves she could have done, too, mm-hmm. in a ring. So I think her evolution and progress needs to be noted, and the impact she did not only on-screen, but off-screen, too. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the tension she brought in, the, the Playboy stuff, even, that all counts. You know, and mm-hmm. she, all those videos that they, they had, and the calendars, like, she was a money-making machine for WWE in a lot of ways, too. Oh, yeah. She was, you know, I mean, so, without a doubt, uh, very busy. She, uh, overall, yeah. looked like about uh, a couple years in WCW, seven-ish in WWE. Long run. Now, when I think of that generation, when you mentioned Face of SmackDown, I think of Lay Cool before I think of her. Sure. Mm-hmm. Michelle but at the same time, you're right. Tori Wilson did do a lot of incredible things. Amazing human being. Everyone loves her. Yeah. And, um... And you also have to so. think that WWE is also playing to mainstream media. Mm-hmm. So, if right. you have, like, Molly Holly... Right. If yeah. you're not a wrestling right. oh, fan, sure, right? Sure. But the fact that Tori Wilson was on all these platforms other than WWE is just kind of like that's what they're, they're that's what they're catering to, and and I think too they I think it was like in the summer that they were talking about like losing money and stuff like that. So they're trying to build all that back up to get to a place where obviously they're still the top. But you yeah, know. The, I'm not the camp of her not deserving her spot. I don't know mm-hmm. some people are out there and they never felt that way. I think Tori Wilson deserves it. I personally thought that that wouldn't have been this year. She was in a great transitional spot. She she was in the middle of the going from a diva or, you know, kind of valet to a wrestler. And yeah. it's like, she was one of those uh, women that were turned, like, it was eye candy that yeah. turned into a good wrestler. I mean, Trish and he, was as well. Yeah. Trish was, Trish yeah. was the original, but I'd say Tori Wilson was right behind her, too, in that way. So yeah. And then I, Keebler, I mean... Yeah, yeah there's, there's a, a of group yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. So... Deserve it. Congratulations to Dora Congratulations, yeah. Uh, let's get to Michael Che, Colin Jost, the, uh, the the anchors of SNL Weekend Update. You know, a lot of times when people come in as kind of like guests on Raw or SmackDown, it just it it really falls flat. Uh, not with these two, I'll be honest, and I loved it. I yep. thought Colin was a the great smarmy, I don't know what the hell's going on, right? you know, falling the banana peel guy, and I thought Che playing it real, like... I liked it, man. I, I liked every segment. Yeah. Braun throwing him up against the wall. This actually worked. Good for them. And even the thing with Titus. We finally see Titus again. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I see him again in six Props weeks. Props to Colin for wearing a Mets hat. Woo. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, what? Uh, they came kind of late in the show. I kind of forgot they were on the show, but when they were there, I was like, oh, yeah. And they were entertaining, and they weren't involved in a forced matchup where they, like, cause a pinfall victory, so that right. was fine by me. Well, it's, it's one of those things where I said in the beginning, it's like you had a lot of, it was... To, Raw was great, and you had a lot of moments, but it was yeah, way more moments than wrestling. But when you did see them, it was like, oh, okay, like there was it was really great, funny moments. Right. Like maybe they should, you know, give their wrestling. One good ideas. thing that came out of it is that we know for sure they're going to stay with SNL for an extended run. They're not going to go into movies because these guys can't act. Straight up, that was one of the most. <laughs> I was just, I was just about to say. Actually, I thought as far as. Guests go backstage. This was one of the better. That Braun Strowman thing. He didn't even sell it for a second. Oh, oh no! I, I'm he saying Che. Yeah, Che was Che was better. Colin, was like, no. Colin was just awful, and, and yeah. him playing up the gimmick of like, ooh, I'm like this uneducated wrestling guy, but I'm gonna, you know, try yeah. to match up. He couldn't even sell Braun Strowman's. I bet you Che could have sold it much better. Yeah, if but you if gave you're it to- not a wrestling fan or you have no knowledge of it, then it's going to be hard to like sell. It just came out bad. The well, acting was bad, and like the inner jokes. And I, I would say Colin kind of led them along the way. Yeah, and they were just so corny and bad. it reminded me of like bad kind of. Old- Do you watch SNL? Yeah, I do. They're good on Weekend Update. Well, there's I a reason it. why yeah. Colin Jost is not in sketches. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess so. He sold a choke off for four minutes over a commercial break. That was kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. he got choked out, they went to commercial break, and he came back, and he was still kidding. And I know Michael's always the reaction guy, mm-hmm. in, in a way, and yeah. he does it well. Yeah. But today, having Colin lead this, he just... 
he was just not even annoying. It was just painful to watch yeah. for me. I, I I don't want them to wrestle me. If they involve Braun Strowman or someone else of that caliber in a storyline with them, that's a career death, I guess, in that way. <laughs> so Braun Strowman, I hope he gets an opponent and doesn't get you know some sort of segment with them at WrestleMania. I don't think that's gonna. Be, I hope <laughs> not. Yeah. Braun and Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, United baby. I didn't like him. Uh, it's, it's a good point though, Braun. Uh, right now, who knows at WrestleMania? Right? It's same thing. Which with, is so weird. It's so Well, weird. I feel like they do that with, they've been doing that with him. He yeah. has like these minor moments and they're like, oh, well, he's going to stay big and he's going to look like this forever and he's not going to age and they're not giving him his due. It's like they, it's like you can do something with him, but you choose not to do something with him. But then you have a lot of people complaining that you're not doing anything with the brand. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like. Yeah. He's, you know what Brush Roman, he's the king of the regular season. He's that team Agreed. that wins the regular season and gets into plays, gets knocked out in the first round. He's hyped up throughout the year, through like eight, nine months. He's hyped up. Come WrestleMania time, he just disappears. He has no angle. That's fair. Or it gets dis- Way fair. Like, look at the last WrestleMania. We were talking about him potentially wrestling the Undertaker, having a big angle or a title match. Last two WrestleManias, he's just completely disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he had no significant angle, nothing. And he was built throughout the year. And even last year, him and Seth kind of ran WWE in about, yeah, I'd say like 2017 to 2018. They were a big part, aside from Roman. But Braun Strowman, when it comes to WrestleMania, it just, I don't know why. It's the writing, the creative, it's him backstage. I don't know why, but he gets completely shuffled and lost in in all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a rebuttal there, but... There is none. <laughs> like literally, he's the king. He does he's great throughout the it. year, and then pushed and well, he's you know. like consistent. They just because like, he's not injured very often. He's the he plays the big man. Like he's just consistent, but, and it's like they're just using him, but not rewarding him for being consistent. The problem with that is if you keep extending it, then then no one's gonna buy into it. Like I look at Big Show's WWE career, fantastic, right. but there's so many years where they kept them at arm's length, right? Where like we became a threat, and they put him in a, like a triple threat match, just like. Okay. He's the next Dolph Ziggler. He's Dolph Ziggler. Oh, he's wow. Dolph Ziggler in a lot of ways, Braun Strowman. <laughs> a guy that carries the season and then can't get the spotlight or a title when it matters. And it makes mm. sense that he should get the title because it's just on, on a physicality. Oh, right. Yeah. He's a the biggest guy they have. He's the most imposing. He's flipping over limos. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then he can't get a WrestleMania match. I mean, I think once, let's say Brock does lose the title at WrestleMania, I would think maybe that's when you'll see Braun kind of enter the main event picture again. Because right now it's like, it's due to no fault of his own, you already have you know Brock and Seth. Seth won the Rumble. That's mm-hmm. pretty cut and dry. Um, I, as far as titles go, you, wh- where is there for Braun to fit in there at WrestleMania? So it's going to have to be either maybe a six-man tag special attraction match or... I don't think you just put him in the Battle Royal. Bring a kid from the crowd. Put him over. <laughs> Every year, make a wish. Yeah. I did like Maybe that. Co- Colin Jost might have put him over oh this boy. year. It's just bad. I wish the guy had a better angle or at least paid off for all the work he does throughout the, you know, the downtimes throughout the year when the big stars aren't around. And we talk about big stars. He's the guy that could have been in that spot potentially. Uh-huh. Well, you know, but just never be. get... I think he will be. There comes a time yeah, when it's too late. When, Sway, when? Yeah. <laughs> but Braun's only been around for a couple of years. So let's slow down. Well, something that's been around shortly, or oh, a little bit of time, oh, yeah. we have TK's Boudoir. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Lighten up the mood. Open them drawers. I'm surprised you didn't do this at NXT. Uh, I should have. TK's Boudoir. <laughs> oh, he's sick. Oh, <laughs> Jim Boudoir. gets out of the seat. Yeah. How things have changed over yeah. four weeks. All right, so um, definitely go to Roman Reigns. Uh, he always looks great. Okay. And the fact that he's back is is also great. Just, and then he brought he's wearing back a tank him. top, right? He's wearing a tank top. Yeah, if he would have... Slick back hair, too. With yeah, like he, looked, he looks overall like really great. Definitely mm-hmm. some cocoa butter there. And then uh, Michael Che for, uh, I think... Okay, so Roman Reigns tonight, how many cocoa butters out of five would you give? <laughs> um, like the real ones or Palmer's or Queen's? The Palmer's, oh uh, yeah, the Palmer's cocoa butter. I'd give Roman Reigns five. Five okay. out of five? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Woo. I mean, he, like, I we probably should look up how long or what the average amount of time for somebody to come back from what he had mm-hmm. is, because I highly doubt anybody's come back to actually perform in the ring like this. Yeah. 
like you have to give him hats off. Like started treatment I right wish, away, and hopefully yeah. it was caught early. And here we I are. hope they. I mean, hopefully it is invasive, but I hope they do like a, a WWE like special tonight. Thing. Isn't there something airing after Raw tonight about his recovery? Yeah. Oh well, perfect. <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah. I was probably fast forwarding too quick. And who um, else is in the boudoir? Uh, Michael Che. Okay. Yeah. He's actually really good for you guys who don't like other aside from SNL. Uh, he has a stand up special, I believe, Pretty on dope. Showtime or something. No, it was on Netflix. Netflix. It was called Matters. My friend produced it. It's very good. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, it's a good show. A really good show. I'm just joking. Uh, um, yeah, but he's really good too. He yeah. he probably get like three cocoa butters. <laughs> he, I mean, he's wearing a hoodie. Anyone who wears a hoodie, I'm on board. Yeah, man. It's and a Phillies hat. Up. Come it's on, baby. Bryce Harper. Philly. Welcome. Anybody to who's wearing a hoodie, you're on board. Yeah, I love hoodies. That's all I ever wear. You know that, TK. And, and I will say this for for Evan Charlie Caruso. Oh okay. yeah, right. we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, with, hey, with Wong, I did see your tweet. Yeah, Charlie Caruso. We'll yeah. just we'll just say she is at the top of the boudoir every week. We'll just. Leave it there. I love it. Just for you guys. That's, that's a very fair point. Yeah. And that was TK's Boudoir. Yeah. All right, closing out the show. Tag team title match. Uh, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable ruin everything. Um, <laughs> so is this going to be a thing we see at Fastlane? Because technically we don't have it right now. But... Overnight. Out. Yeah, sure. WWE.com. Hey, we have a match. They, that's what Fastlane's for. Pre-shows. Matches like this. Yeah. I love Bobby Roode, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Chad Gable is my, my Yannick Gargano. He's my, <laughs> oh, he's my Matt Riddle. I just can't stand his face you know, or his headband. Oh, come almost. on, Gable's incredible. I, I like Gable. I they just, just cannot... need to do something, and it feels like they, sorry to cut you off, it no, felt no. like they just threw him and Bobby Roode together, and it's just sure. like, it's like when you see those couples, and you're like, how is this even a thing? Like, how did this happen? Was was Gable doing, like, protein pre-workout, and be like, I love studs in my tights, and this turns up his whole look and I'm gimmick? I'm telling you, just... I, I think there's so much untapped potential in Chad Gable. I think if he just turns in to a ruthless SOB, because mm-hmm. the guy, yes, he's he might not be that tall, but he's ripped to shreds, and he is so skilled in the ring, he can amateur wrestling the hell out of anybody. I mm-hmm. want to see him become, I don't want to compare him to Kurt Angle, because he's his own person, but I think he could become just a snarky SOB who just goes in there and just beats people in every way possible. Not so much pummeling them, just outsmarting everyone, out-athleticing everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's something there, and I think eventually it's going to become that to where he ends up hopefully turning on Rude. And, you know, considering Rude is, is not nearly as young as Chad Gable, I think that would be an opportunity for Chad to really uh, step up. Does he have the charisma and mic skills? That's the question. Um, as a heel, I think he certainly could. Possibly. Mm. Nah, well, but it doesn't matter, though. Need, I don't think he needs, he needs somebody that much. To, talk, to talk for him. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think he needs that much. Do you think he's being wasted? Okay, are, with with Robbie Roode, obviously, does not have his masculine potential. But are you saying that he had potential before, and he got saddled with Roode, and it's not there? No. Or they I, just I, never like, gave him the chance? I just think he hasn't up. had uh, his moment yet, that's all. Okay. I mean, anyone who's on television is not being wasted. Let's but, put it that way. Like, okay, we we really, like, we're so reactionary. We talk about, oh, this person's being wasted. They're on television. Right. They're not being wasted. Yeah. I just think that Chad Gable has not had... The, uh, the opportunity that has allowed him to thrive. I don't think he will get that. Uh, no, not at all. It's possible. Featured him. Uh, Heavy Machinery got an opportunity tonight. They had a gauntlet match, and they beat every other team. Who was it? It was, uh, it was the Ascension. It was the B, B team, team, and it was... Ryan and Hawkins. Boom. And they got through them all after uh, they saw a segment of all of them making fun of poor Otis. Yeah, and Victor's jokes. <laughs> yeah, and Victor. he's laughing at his own jokes. Uh, that is not an accomplishment. Yeah, I have no idea what any happened. of these guys. This is, this is purgatory area for heavy machinery. Uh, they're already playing up the Bushwhackers game, and they even mentioned it on commentary tonight. If they don't do these back, backstage segments, they can be salvaged. Mm-hmm. The more they try to force them to talk or bring on camera, the worse it's going to get for them. Yeah. They are entering, like, land of... You know, these teams, the, the the B team and all these Zack Ryder and Hawkins, if they don't put a stop to what's going on, because mm-hmm. it's not good uh, with that. I'm and, not even, sorry. You go. No, I just wanted to tell, actually tell everyone at home, uh, thank you for tuning in every week uh, to The Raw Show and making us the ESPN of TV talk. And we do need your support. So whenever you are checking us out on YouTube, give us a comment. That's right. Subscribe, obviously. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, five-star rating, Booker T, uh, and comment there also. We love to hear from you guys and what you have to say, and that's a big part of our talk here and interaction with you guys is when you guys support the show and listen in every week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, before we all say uh, goodbye, a couple somber notes, unfortunately. Um, you know, Luke Perry passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son, uh, Jack Perry, a.k.a. Jungle Boy, um, 
incredible kid. I mean, he just signed with AEW. I know him well. And uh, heart goes out to him and his entire family. A very shocking loss. And on top of that, minutes ago, we just uh, found out that King Kong Bundy just passed away. Oh, wow. And what an incredible career he had. I mean, he paved the way for a lot of guys of his size or similar size. And, you know, uh, so many incredible moments outside of wrestling, a classic Sports Center commercial. Like, he was one of those guys that really kind of transcended wrestling, and he was really smart about that. And uh, a lot of people loved him. And so, um, rest in peace to King Kong Bundy as well, and our condolences to his entire family. So, wow. uh, yeah. Yeah. Sad to see him go. 61 years old. Luke Perry, in a lot of ways, too. Like, kind of the James Dean of the 90s. He really you know, was. He was a real icon. That's a mega star that people don't realize how big worldwide he was. He was probably one of the biggest stars at one point in the 90s in the world. And in an era where so many people are vilified in entertainment, he was one of the good ones. No mm-hmm. one has ever said a bad word about him. He would go to wrestling shows to support his son, Jack, even with his crazy schedule. And um, you know, Big Jack, wrestling fan, right? Yeah, big wrestling yeah. fan. And Jack is flourishing. He just signed with AEW. He's incredibly talented. And so, yeah, our heart goes out to that entire family. Um, such a shocking thing to have a stroke and and not recover from that. I mean, mm-hmm. I see people every day at my hospital who have strokes, and they come back, and someone in great shape, so young, it's it's just shocking and something that it's hard to predict. So um, rest in peace to him as well and, and our love to the entire family. So with that said, guys, uh, we love all of you for watching every single week. Our, like Roman said tonight, our tomorrows are never guaranteed. So mm-hmm. um, we're all going to say goodbye to you right now, Jim. Tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, you guys can find me on social media, social media at social Jim, media. the Jim Alexander. I can't even talk anymore. And at the uh, at realtalker.com. Are you getting hate tweets yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. about that? Uh, on Twitter, at Boys, On Instagram, at Flobito. Flobito.com. And check out my album, American For Now, available on Spotify. All right. And you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad, and you'll just see everything on there. Of course, follow Evan Mack at Evan T. Mack. I'm at Jay Quasto. Uh, my shows with Rikishi are coming up very soon, Saturday, March 16th in San Francisco, 17th in Sacramento, the 26th in Nashville, the 31st in Brea, California. Of course, watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood every single week. And the pay-per-view Blackcraft Wrestling versus Destiny Wrestling is available on Fight TV. Please find it. Guarantee you're going to enjoy it. And got some really cool stuff coming up WrestleMania week, which we'll get to. But guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.